Welcome to Radio Worldview. I'm August Tuckabee. This week we had the opportunity to travel to Teen Pact staff training for our interview. Teen Pact is a national leadership organization that travels to state capitals all around the United States and teaches high school students week-long classes on how state government works, what students can do to be involved in the political process, and what a Christian worldview is of government. The staff member that I had the opportunity to interview was Serena Walker. Serena is a Colorado native, although she works full-time for Teen Pact now and lives in Richmond, Virginia, and she is the Director of Staff Development. And she and I have known each other since 2010 when we both worked together for Teen Pact uh, in much different roles than we are now in today. So it's really been enjoyable to sit down and get to reconnect with her about what Teen Pact is, what she's doing within the organization, and uh, where we've come in ministry since we worked together seven years ago. You work for Teen Pact full time now, and like, what role is that in? And uh, give me some of that backstory. So you said you were a, you're an intern and a staffer, mm-hmm. but like, what what did that process look like? Yeah, when I finished my traveling internship, I was offered a position at the office, the national office based in Richmond, Virginia. That was just an office internship at the time. It was supposed to be one year, and it was really unusual for my family to be supportive of something like that. We're pretty tight knit, but the fact that I wanted to go, I think, surprised my parents, and they were very supportive of it from the get go. So we said, okay, one year is fine. We'll head out to Virginia. We meaning just me, myself, and I, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I will head out to Virginia and do the office internship and then move back home. But one thing really led to another, and that's where God started to build up a local community for me in Virginia. And the combination of that and a really sweet position within Teen Pack that had a lot of opportunities for just that sweet ministry. Um, That's a word that I used to describe that year. It was just very sweet, led to full-time employment, where now I serve as the director of staff development and work with other interns and staff around the country. And I've been in this position for the past several years, and I've worked for Teen Pack coming up on six now. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell me why Teen Pact, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what, like we talk to a lot of people in ministry, and I deal with a lot of people in ministry, and there's a lot of great ministries out there. So is it just you had this connection here? Because you're a really analytical thinker, you're a really critical uh, thinker, and so, mm-hmm. like, why have you decided to stay with Teen Pact when you left your family behind, right? You, your family's back in Colorado. Yeah. There's tons of camp ministries out there, mm-hmm. and it's re- way more beautiful than Richmond, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, why, why have you decided to stay with Teen Pact? The most attractive things about working with Teen Pact for me back when I was a teenager was the fact that it was a discipleship ministry, and I just recognized that he was crafting me to serve in that very same ministry. There's two different perspectives that one can take as far as growing in ministry and then going outward, and sometimes that means moving on, moving out into all the world, whatever that looks like for each individual believer, and other times I think it means digging down deep and putting in roots and continuing to pour in the same spot that God has you, which for me was a humbling thing to stay put, as it were, within the same ministry and not seek out career advancement or the same sorts of promotions that I probably would have if I wasn't working for Teen Pact. I knew I was called for ministry, but also had those dreams of traveling the world and being a speaker or seeking out a lot of different positions of advancement and making Colorado my home base, which is a place I love and miss dearly all the time. But God just really had me hunker down in the office environment and community that I have. And that's Mm. where I've stayed put. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's awesome to talk to people in ministry and you mm-hmm. kind of, like when you talk to young people today, very much so they don't value the idea of community in terms of long-term in one place, right? Mm-hmm. But most of the time that is only until the next job opportunity comes up yeah. or until the next opportunity to travel the world comes mm-hmm. up or something like that. And so um, it's really it's an awesome perspective, I think, to have. Yeah, and I think the biggest disparity that that's seen is just in the local church. Yeah. And as somebody who works in a parachurch organization, and my primary job is not at my church, it's in Teen Pact, but to see that there's a lot of young people who are so willing to do that internship or to go on that four-month mission trip, that's very exciting, or even to move away and go work for another cool program, but they're not willing to serve on the greeting team on Sunday yeah. morning, or they right. don't sign up to take a shift in nursery and just hone in on that community that God's placed them at right there. That's really sad to me that the church, while less glamorous, can sometimes be understaffed, as it were, with young people who have a desire to serve in ministry, but they think for some reason their local church doesn't count, that that's just their church, but they want to do ministry. When that's not the case, it starts there. And right. it's so important to begin your time of service at just where God has you in your church. Yeah. And the, the foundations and like the deepest roots start at the local church. Mm-hmm. And um, right. Usually that means there's less budget. There's not as many cool promotional videos of like babies yeah. overseas and stuff like that. It's true. Yeah. But like that's where that's where the people are going to hear and see the gospel lived out. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, whether it's from the pulpit or whether it's from community groups or small groups or whatever you call them. But uh, that's kind of where the real ministry happens. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. And I love I love working with Teen Pact and Worldview because we have the opportunity to say, you know, look, this week has been a fantastic week, but this this is not the usual. This is not normal. And what you need to do in order to keep advancing as a Christian is go home and plug in. Yeah. Right. Like like the last thing we want to do is to replace the church in its ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So where are we this week? Where what are we doing? You guys are kicking off the season. So talk to me a little bit about staff training and like how many people are here, or if you know how many states are represented, or anything like that. Yeah, we have the majority of our staffers serving in the 2018 season here with us this week. Not all, but many of them. I believe the final number was 172 staffers. That, that are here? That are here at staff yeah. training. All total, we have 209 staffers. Oh, so wow. a good majority, some people weren't able to come due to college schedules and things like that. But we're currently in Tyler, Texas at Pine Cove Towers Camp kicking off our season with a lot of training. So we're spending our days going through curriculum elements of the program, but even more so than that, just preparing these students for ministry to go out and become staff. This is a very transitional week for them to make that change from being just a student to a staffer leading the program. Yeah, and it's raining outside. So it is. I think you can hear that a little bit. We've been trying to do this podcast for a little while and it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> on this like tin roof or whatever. So maybe that's coming through. But if you're listening to this, just imagine that it's raining outside. So there you go. It is. It's kind of pleasant. This camp's theme has to revolve around Narnia, different yeah. places. So right now we're sitting in the chapel, which is called Excalibur. And I think the rain kind of adds to the mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it the sea of too. Narnia is directly behind us somewhere. Right. And lamp posts, you know, <laughs> right. it's all right nearby, which is 
crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. So going out from Teen Pack staff training, this is kind of your big kickoff event. We're talking a lot about mission and vision yeah. of Teen Pact. Um, so I'm not sure if we covered that earlier, but like, talk to me a little bit about the mission and vision of Teen Pact and where you'll be going this year. So 175 staff is like a huge staff. So mm-hmm. I know we're in 40 something states and 42, 42. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. 42 states and uh, however many students will be there this year. So mm-hmm. give me some of those statistics. Yeah, Teen Pack's mission is to inspire youth in their relationship with Christ by teaching them to understand their local government, to value their liberty, defend their Christian faith, and engage a culture at a time in their lives when typically they don't care about such things. And that is the mission statement that we have all of our staffers memorize and just be ready to go (laughs) and give it like I just did. But the most important element of that is the very first part, which is ultimately the mission of Teen Pact is to inspire youth in their relationship with Christ. And the other points, you know, by understanding their local government and defending the Christian faith, things like that, is it all comes after they've grown in their relationship with Christ. Our primary goal is to start there at mm. the foundation. And so this season, we are expecting several thousand students, if you include four-day and one-day students alike, to come through our program. And that is what we want to leave them with, a new inspiration to grow closer to the Lord and seek out whatever He has for them, whether it's in politics or another sphere. Many of us who come through the Team Pack program don't land necessarily in the political sector. Hopefully we're all politically involved, but the idea here is ministry, not yeah. just better understanding government, even right. though that's a platform that God seemed fit to use to get to these other areas of our ministry. Okay. Yeah. Well, two things. Uh, one, tell mm-hmm. me what the four day and the one day are. Yeah. The four day class is Monday through Thursday in each individual state capital, and it's for 13 to 19 year olds. And that's just our baseline class. We have alumni events that students can come to in the summer, but it's only after they've completed our four day curriculum. And then the one day class is for younger students, eight to 12 year olds. And it's just a pared down, a little bit more kid friendly version of our four day class to get them introduced to the concepts of our mission statement. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then the second thing I wanted to come back to was just kind of the last bit of what you said, which was talking about ministry and like mm-hmm. this is about ministry because mm-hmm. uh, this is where worldview, I think, and Teen Pact really come together and we see each other as yeah. fighting side by side instead mm-hmm. of as competing for a certain number of students, right? Because yeah, a lot of our students are homeschooled, mm-hmm. they pursue uh, our like alternative education, they're very conservative kind of Christian. Mm-hmm. And so in our culture, a lot of people say, or the thinking is, well, Trump's elected right now, and so conservatives have the power, and so we need to kind of strong harm or strong arm as much um, policies we can through, right? Mm-hmm. When really that's not what worldview and Teen Pact are about at all, right? Yeah. So worldview, at least from my perspective, worldview and Teen Pact are about saying, okay, as Christians, how can we think about kind of these different spheres. Within Worldview, a week at Worldview Academy summer camps, we get to talk about the arts, literature, we do one on political science, um, but you guys primarily focus on, okay, here's how political science works, and mm-hmm. then here's Christian thinking on the topic. So you do yeah. a super deep dive on kind of the political science side. Yeah. yeah. So 
what does that, I mean, what, like in your words, what does that look like? What does the Christian thinking about this entail, right? Because you said it's ministry. So how does ministry fit into the halls of a state capitol building where all these things take place? Yeah. One of the big things that we teach is that being right is not enough. And that's something that we really hope to hone in on this season with having President Trump recently elected and just recognizing that even amongst conservatives, this idea of what's most important when it comes to government is a hotly debated issue. You'll find different sides among genuine Christian believers. Mm. But what we find is that even if you get that conservative policy passed or if you have conservative leaders or conservative-run Congress or White House, whatever that looks like, just because you're right and you get your way in those things, as it were, it shouldn't stop there. That's where if you look at the example of Jesus in the Gospels, he had the power and the knowledge and the wisdom to be right every single time. And everything that he said was truth, right? But he went a deep step farther and recognized that simply being right on an issue or having the proper politically philosophical stance is not enough. It can't stop there. And so that's why organizations like Teen Pact and Worldview are so important, because what we teach is that everything is spiritual, which is a concept that Bill Jack, who works for Worldview and Class Rex at times for Teen Pact, taught me and has taught many of our students just that you won't find a place in daily living as a Christian that doesn't have a direct tie to spiritual things. And it's either of the kingdom of light or of the kingdom of darkness. There's these two parallel sides that everything that we do, be it in politics or the arts or these other sectors, fall on. Which is why I'm so grateful that we have an organization, even like Worldview, to point students to after their time in Teen Pack, that in the summertime, then they can go and dig deep into what they believe and why they believe it. We recognize that we do take a very deep dive into one sector, and we're grateful for this partnership that we have. I had the opportunity to intern with Worldview back in 2012 as well, right. and so much that I learned from that camp, I've just that, that one week that I got to staff alongside some others, I've taken and applied to this position as being the director of staff development for Teen Pact in that regard. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that idea because, right, the idea of not just being right, right, or not just being in power, and so therefore whatever I say yeah. is what's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's about going deeper than that. So in my economics class, I get to nerd out for a minute, right? In my <laughs> sure. economics class, we read a book called The Law by Frederick Bastiat, and he's a French guy. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll forgive him for that. But he thought very <laughs> highly of the United States, and he was talking about the uses of the law and basically that the uses of the law have to be very clearly defined. Otherwise, it just becomes a power match for whoever has power at the time can then put their policies in place. And the issue with that is that then it begins to become like the ones who are in power. So it emulates um, their weaknesses as well as their strengths, right? And so yeah. it's just this idea that even though conservatives now have political power, if we choose to just strong arm all this because we're right, because we mm. got elected, then the only thing that's gonna happen is it's just gonna get overturned as soon as things change hands again. And that's not ultimately pursuing the good of mankind uh, or redemption for anybody. And 
the way that applies to a Christian perspective is we want to be about truth, right? Paul says if we if this isn't true, then we are the, of all people most to be pitied, yeah. right? And so we are about pursuing truth and saying, okay, if a Christian biblical worldview matches up with reality, how then can we help those around us to be about the redemption of the world, uh, the redemption of mankind, and also also the spread of the gospel through those things that we do, right? And whether that's preaching in a pulpit on Sunday or somebody being a congressman, it's yeah. it's the same working out of the faith in, in those realms. Yeah. yeah, so cool. We just get to preach to each other a little bit. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know we're both passionate about this. And it's so true. I wish more young people were fighting to find that tension between upholding godly and just principles yeah. while also still loving our neighbor. That's a hard thing to understand what it looks like to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, as well as loving your neighbors as yourself. That's a scripture that we quote so readily. But the balance, and it's not even so much a balance because they work together perfectly in the Lord, but what that looks like and how that plays out for a young person in 2018 can be a tough one to find. But man, it's so important that we're striving to figure that out. And our compass has got to be scripture. That's the yeah. only way we can do it. Yeah. And I think that's that's the idea of the balance of, or like Christ came to her full of grace and truth, mm-hmm. right? It's this idea of, yeah, we do love everyone, but we don't say that therefore you can do whatever you want. And yeah. I think that's how, in some ways, that's how Christ has become characterized to the popular mm-hmm. culture is just kind of a pushover who loved everyone and let them do what they wanted. Well, the truth, like if you read scripture, that's not, actual like how it was yeah it's not a free pass (laughs) yeah exactly it's not a free pass to sin or to do what you want it's saying no we're gonna we're gonna extend grace but we're gonna call each other to righteousness and because Mm -hmm. that is the best way to live Um, so i don't know well thanks i think that's about all the time we've got for now if we're going to be heading out but thanks for talking a little bit about team pack yeah of course team pack is yeah is kicking off the season right now they're in 42 different states and you can still register. So if you're interested, they can go to <laughs> teampack.com. Teampack.com. And uh, you can find all the different states that are there and with 42 different states. If you're not in the one that you're uh, in, then they're in one right next to you. Yeah. So great. All right. Thanks, Serena. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Well, that's all for our show this week. Thank you again, Serena Walker, for stopping in to let us interview you for just a little bit and catch up. And we are we will be praying for Teen Pact as they are kicking off the season. I don't think we ever said, but the Teen Pact season runs basically for the rest of wintertime and all of spring. So they will be having classes going on across the nation uh, now from January all the way until, I believe it's the very beginning of May or the first week of May. So plenty of time still. If you think that this might sound interesting, check out teenpact.com. Check out the organization and find out where those classes are taking place and see if there's one that takes place near you. For more information about Worldview at the Abbey, you can go to worldviewbridgeyear.com. And for more information about our Worldview Academy summer camps, you can go to worldview.org.